Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. This is The Movies That Made Me, with your hosts, Josh Olson and Joe Dante. We are very excited. Returning champion Scott Atkins is with us. Who's um, uh, big? We're big fans here and have been for a while. And in fact, um, uh, we just had JJ Perry on the show. Oh, did you? Oh, uh, yeah, and he was fantastic. He was I think good. it was one of our better episodes. Yeah, he was. He was so good. And um, uh, Joe, don't say one of our better episodes to someone who's been on the show. I didn't. Say, I said one of our better episodes. Not our, not He'll our talk your socks off, JJ. He's, uh... Look, the important thing, guys, it was better than your last episode. So that's why we had to bring it back. To, um, but Joe, I can't remember. Was it your idea? Is it something? So somebody, somebody. I think Joe came up with the idea. It was like there should be a Nazarian Brothers TV show. Which um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we need that spinoff. Come on, absolutely. Yes, killing vamps in interesting ways. Uh, that was great because uh, JJ, you know, thinking outside the box with uh, coming up with those. Torsion artist for the uh, the vamps and everything. That's something we've mm-hmm. not seen before. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard to do something new in that genre, and it's you know yeah. it's always very impressive when somebody can pull it off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, it's and it's such a blast, and this thing seems to be happening now. I mean, obviously there are some precedent, uh, Hal Needham and so forth, but to see there seems to be like this new wave now, post John Wick, of um, great stunt people turning to directing. And the fact yeah. that they're competent at uh, uh, at the, the quote unquote regular job, and then they get to be in charge of, you know, those amazing sequences. I think we all we all benefit. It's um, yeah, yeah. the stunts in that movie are insane. I benefit as well because then they can uh, give me a job because they, right. they haven't got they haven't got the stigma of uh, me with some of the movies I've done. Some of the producers might be like, "Oh, you that guy from the from the B movie ninja films." Oh, don't get in. But the the stunt guys are like, "Yeah." Yeah, yeah, they know exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, uh, as do we and our listeners. Um, which, by the way, which does beg. Before we get into it, I mean, have you, have you, are you, have you ever considered directing? Are you? Um, I feel like it's a bandwagon you might want to jump on there. Yeah, yeah, I do want to do it. Yeah, I just yep. need the right project because I figure it's going to be something that I need to be in as well. Right, and of course. Obviously, it's very tiring. The movies I make, I'm absolutely yeah, yeah. shattered anyway with all the action scenes. And sometimes I'm there. There have been films where I've directed the action myself, and it's just so tiring. And then to do the whole thing with the directing, I kind of want to give myself a fighting chance if I do it. Right. So maybe a supporting part, something like that. <laughs> sure. Well, those are those are yeah. What was I remember talking to John Sales once, and he said something really brilliant. He you know because his films are also on a very tight budget. And he casts himself in most of them, but it's always a supporting part. And he always plays an asshole. And I asked him about that. And he said, it's really simple. First of all, um, I don't have to pay myself, one. And two, the asshole never, you never have to stop and think about where I am in the story. I'm always an asshole. <laughs> Makes it simple. And I thought, yeah, he's got enough on his mind. He doesn't have to be, you know, while he's directing. So just a tip, a tip for you. A good, good note. Okay, find the script where there's a supporting asshole part, and that's the yes. one I'll direct. Yes, exactly right. But uh, but no, we're here um, to talk about. Well, first of all, we've got a Scott's uh, uh, got a new movie uh, just came out. Uh, Accidents, Accident Man, uh, Hitman's Holiday. Um, it is uh, um, kinetic. It is definitely kinetic. It is a. Uh, it, it's weird because it is wall to wall action. It's also I, I got to say it's like a flat out comedy. Also, a gross-out comedy. <laughs> <It's, Yeah. laughs> don't tell me you don't like fart jokes. 
Come on. Oh, fart jokes. <laughs> if only it ended in fart jokes, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> it's what comes after. It's <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, it's all, and it's it's got a, it certainly has a um, I mean, intentional video game vibe too. I mean, there's just sort of an increasingly bizarre series of of fighters and action scenes. You know, one of the only notes we got from Sony was, um, "Can we uh, turn down the uh, the poo jokes, please?" Mm. I was like, <laughs> "Okay, okay, fine." But you uh, toned them down. Between no, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just said it was going <laughs> to. Yeah. Um, and normally I frown on this stuff. It's a terrible thing to have guests on and then uh, ask them if they can help us get another guest. But um, Poco the Clown has an open invitation uh, to appear on the oh, show. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> fan, fan of that performance. Yeah. Um, Bo Fowler. I'll tell you what. I mean, we no, wrote. Only in character, I'm... though. Only in character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Poco. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. We, we wrote a character that was going to just be off the wall, crazy, nuts, like madcap. But he actually brought quite a bit of pathos to the part, which wasn't yeah. on the page. Yeah. Um, regress, because he had this whole thing about, well, if I can't feel pain, then uh, maybe I can't feel joy. And I just want someone to, to bring me pain. And maybe the greatest assassin in the world can be the, the only guy that brings me the pain. And then maybe I can feel what it's like to, to really live. Yeah. And, uh, it was quite interesting. <laughs> so you, you can see how existential this picture is. This is not just some... We went deep. around movie. Yeah, it's not just people hitting each other, making shit jokes, I promise you. Um, although. <laughs> now, consistently entertain the audience was the goal for this movie. 90 I'm... minutes of unadulterated fun, whether you're watching somebody's head come off or somebody get punched in the face or just a, a nice shit joke yes. or um, just a lot of comedy and British. It's, I would describe it as John Wick meets Deadpool meets Monty Python. There you go. That's, that's fair enough. And and the great Ray Stevenson pops up uh, on a, on a run lately. Uh, he was he was just uh, we, we all just saw him again in RRR where he's yeah actually way more villainous. Yours. Um, he's actually almost likable in your film. Yeah, almost, almost. But but anyway. But I thought it would be fun. A fun excuse to have Scott back and talk about. It. Last time we talked about action films, and um, I mean, it's not like this is the first time you've done a movie. Uh, uh with with comic overtones let's say but um it, it, it's clear you have uh, an interesting comedy as well and i thought it'd be fun to bring you back and talk to you about some of your favorite comedies this time uh, yeah i haven't done many but um with this film being something that i've written and produced obviously yeah i have an interest in it and it's something that i wanted to bring to the table for myself so yeah hopefully we can do some more yeah well, let's let's talk about your favorite comedies. Like, what um, what are some of the ones that you have loved over the years? I rushed this list together last night, and I can't remember what I said. Oh wait, they sent me a list like uh, three days ago, so it may be a completely different list. Oh, I think that, that wasn't <laughs> that, would be... that wasn't my list. Let me just look. <laughs> I've got some PR person's night. favorite comedies here. <laughs> yeah, I only did it last night. I've been so busy. Hang on a minute. How am I going to locate this? This is going to be the most exciting part of the podcast. Look, okay, I think I've got it. We can edit, and if you don't, we can talk about your PR person's favorite comedies too, because I have that list. <laughs> Shall I just go then? Yeah, yeah, just like start at the top, like or earliest, whatever, whatever. Uh, what's well, it's not strictly a comedy, but it's it's damn funny, and um, I'm a big fan of Sam Raimi, yes. one of my favorite directors, because I like the camera work and just the uh, the comedic aspect. So. Um, um, Evil Dead 3, I think, is really yes. funny. I yeah. find that very funny, the medieval dead. Yeah. yeah I yeah, love yeah. that movie. He's, he's great. I mean, that that was a thing. Uh, uh, I mean, I feel like the first Evil Dead didn't have, I mean, as brilliant as it was, didn't have a lot of comedy. Um, no. It definitely sort of leaned a little bit in that direction. But after Evil Dead 2, with sort of the full-on Three Stooges, they got, they got hilarious, and you realize there's this other side to the guy. But It's funny, isn't it? Because the first Evil Dead is borderline horrific yeah <laughs> it's shocking isn't it it's a video nasty it's the original video nasty that's right it was one wasn't it in england yeah it was banned in england for a long yeah. time you had you had to get a dodgy copy from somewhere right which wasn't easy in the 80s and uh you had to get it shipped in somehow and then yeah evil dead 2 is full-on bonkers very funny but still still kind of scary in places yeah you know cutting off the hand and everything uh that bit of physical comedy that 
Bruce Campbell does with with the hand in that 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 is genius. Yeah, that's that's an amazing performance. Yes, no, I mean he throws himself around like a stuntman in that sequence. That that's impressive. And then Army of Darkness. I mean they just they turned up to eleven with the the foolishness that's to behold in that. I just find the whole film really entertaining, and and yeah. I love its bits. Went to see it in the cinema. Absolutely loved it. Seen it many times. When you've got a skeleton walking around with a beard. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know you're being very silly. I, I do, yeah. I do love that film. It makes me laugh a lot. And when he has the, the the thing that grows out of his shoulder, and then it it's an eye, and then it becomes him, and he's got the evil ash. And, uh, oh my god, it's been so long. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then he's, Fantastic. you want some, you want some hot chocolate? Ah, you want some hot chocolate? And he pours the the boiling kettle of hot water down his mouth. <laughs> Brilliant, Bruce Campbell. He's the man. He really is. I, I feel like he never, uh, you know, he would break out and he get little parts in sort of mainstream films and people would always appreciate him, but he never quite got his due. It's just a giant comic talent. He was a great Elvis. He was. He was a great, <laughs> oh my God, that's, yes. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that's his Elvis Bubba movie? Hotep one. Yes, yeah. Bubba Hotep. Yeah, yeah. That's glorious. Yeah, that was cool. Well, I once, um, when I was, so I got a place in drama school, but it wasn't, it was quite expensive. And it was one of the best drama schools in the country at the time, Webber Douglas Academy. Anyway, I was writing to all these actors to try and get some money, see if they might sponsor me to go to drama school. I got some money from Alec Guinness. I got a uh, hundred pounds. Really? Serious? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Which was like half a week's rent, but thank you, Sir Alec, for that. Um, but I remember getting a, an email back from Bruce Campbell saying, um, good luck with your acting career. I would love to help you out. But I'm currently trying to support my children. <laughs> <That's the word. laughs> Wait a minute, he doesn't have any kids. No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be even better. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's fantastic. I'm still so you could actually say that uh, your career was uh, you were you were mentored by Alec Guinness. You should put that in your bio. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, but there was me thinking. I'm sure you made loads of money on the merchandise in the Star Wars. Haven't you got any more? <laughs> come on don't be stingy no no that's great i'm sure he, he probably sends out he probably sent out a hundred pounds to everyone that, that asked him I'm just sure. anybody who said it a letter yeah that's hilarious oh wow that's a great story <laughs> right on to number two yeah now i don't know what people are going to think about this but i love this film and it makes me laugh so hard and i watch it with my wife all the time and she's a big fan of comedies and it was um snatched with um i'm going blank on, oh, on the name goldie hahn and amy Schumer. Yeah, that's right somehow i thought that was a typo you were going to talk about snatch no snatch I, I actually i love snatch but i love well, we all love snatch but I, oh. <laughs> uh, uh, I love, I love that I was sitting here thinking, okay, we're gonna talk about Snatch. Was kind of, that has to be, and, and it's it's the Goldie Hawn movie. Yeah, go go on, man. Let's. Uh, no, I've never seen. That's it. just a funny film, man. That is just <laughs> well, a funny would... film. Those two together and the 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 scenarios they're in, it just crack, cracks me and my wife up terribly. We we love it. And then there's the I don't know the, the guy's name. He's in it and. He's the brother of, of Amy Schumer's character, and he is so funny. I don't know. I'm not well versed in comedy, you see, so I don't know everyone's name. It's but the guy Joe, Joe, have you seen? Oh wait, wait. Are you talking Ike Barinholtz? I don't. I don't think I. Even Looks know like his it's name. Ike Barinholtz. He plays a character with the same name, who's also been on our show, friend of show. But uh, yeah, who's a great, great, great comic actor. Yeah, that really funny be, film though. Yo, how how uh, have you seen Snatch, Joe? And if so, how many times? I've never seen Snatch. Wow. I recommend it. Uh, obviously, I will see it now, but uh, no one else ever recommended it. <laughs> so wait, what's what's the basic idea? What what's the, what's the, what's the, what's like, the Basically, she's a complete nightmare as she plays the same part she plays in most of the films. She's just a nightmare that can't get a, a hold a boyfriend down or anything like this or a job. And um, she decides to go on holiday with her mother. Um, and uh, they just get they get kidnapped basically um it's in uh, south america somewhere and they get kidnapped and uh 
They're just the scenarios they get into. I just think it's it's just a very funny movie. Oh my god, I'm actually I'm actually gonna. I'm going to come away with a recommendation that my my wife will love me for. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's and like, I know you know, this obscure Cassavetes film where uh, you know people die and have nervous breakdowns, or some horror film. She's like, all right, but I'm going to get points for Snatched. I think Joe. Yeah, no, very funny film that one. Anyway, best move on. That's amazing. No, I'm I'm that that's fantastic. I was like, here's the here's the thing. It's one of the things. It drives me crazy. There are there are people who are, in fact, some of them are friends of ours who are. Um, I'll out one of them. Walter Hill is afraid to come on our show. And, and, uh, when you scratch the surface, um, you, you find that they, they feel like they seem to be intimidated. Joe, have you run into this? And I think they think they're going to come on and that if they don't talk about the right movies in the right way, we're going to somehow berate them or mock them. And they don't understand that. First of all, our whole thing is we want to talk about people just like they're mocking me now. No, I'm not mocking you at all. We're, we're like, we want to have people come on and talk about the movies that they like, not the ones they think they're supposed to like. We want them exactly. to talk about them in, in what they mean to them, not you know necessarily what they've read about them or what they're supposed to say about them. And honest to God, no, we're going to exert this one. It's like anybody coming on this show and and talking snatched right off the bat. Honestly, if somebody watched if somebody watched that film and they didn't laugh, I'd have to think there's something wrong with them. It's you judge really it. funny. That's that, I love that. There's this bit where she meets this guy and she fancies him quite a bit. And so she goes into the toilet and for whatever reason, she starts, she pulls up a dress and she puts her leg up on the counter and she starts washing her nether regions. Right. And then somebody goes out the door and the guy's just outside and he sees what she's doing and the door, the door opens and he sees oh, first no. and then the door closes. And then she comes out all sheepish and she says to him, Oh no, that that that's that's not what it looked like. I was just um I was just washing my private parts. And he goes, No, no, that that is what it looked like. That's <laughs> <laughs> just stuff like it's well funny that film. That that is that is fantastic. I'm actually gonna cut this and play it for Walter. It's like, look, see, 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 this is what we want. <laughs> this is what we want. Yeah. Yes, yes. Don't tell me about Citizen Kane again. I reckon that's awesome. Can you it. top that? I, I kind of wish you'd kept that for the last, Scott. That was magnificent. <laughs> I'm just warming up. I'm just warming up. Let, let's go there with this. As yes. I said, I wrote this down quickly last night. I'm not even sure if I've got the name right. Okay. You guys are going to know about this one. Which, which is the Pink Panther film where his um, nose is melting when they're on the laughing gas? Is that Pink Panther Strikes Back? Oh, wait, who's... Oh, you mean Herbert Lom? I'm talking about Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers, his nose is melting, which it's not, yeah, it's not returns. It's, yeah. Well, that, those movies anyway, the Pink Panther movie. Yeah. They are phenomenal. Peter Absolutely. Sellers as Inspector Clouseau. Yes. That's, that's funny. I mean, that, that's a film I would watch with my dad all the time, you know, normally be on, on Easter or something like that. I remember the, um, uh, which was the one, there had been a long break. Was it Returns, Joe? Like after about 10 years, they did, there was like the first two, right? Shot in the Dark, and there was a long well, Shot in the Dark wasn't even a Pink Panther movie. Right, it, but, it was it was an adapted was stage play. And but, it's my but, favorite of the movies, but um, I thought it was a big leap forward over the original Pink Panther, which doesn't have a He's barely in. Show. Yeah. yeah. But wasn't it like the return of Pink Panther, right? It was in the late 70s, I think. Because I remember being a child and going to see that. And I had never seen a Clouseau film. And it was one of those movies that I just, I, I laughed for 97 minutes. And, and I hurt the next day. And yeah, I, I love those movies so much. And in fact, there is, shall we give away, there, there, is, a, there is a nod to those movies in, in your film. Uh, with the, uh, the uh, you, you basically yeah. have a female Cato in it. Who's, uh... A female Cato updated for the modern age. So yes. made a female. Yes. After that. Yeah. Made a female. The, the guy has a friend my who basically pays. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. He wasn't, she wasn't my servant. So that's how we right. updated it for the modern age. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically he pays her to come and kick his ass randomly without warning. Which um, Yeah. No, I thought it was good to, I'll say rip it off, but or pay homage um, to that. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I love those. I mean, those sequences in, in the movie that one fight sequence he has with Kato with the nunchucks and it's in yes. slow motion and he breaks the pair of nunchucks off and you see it off the guy's head yes. and they're going, ah, 
only smashes through the wall and everything. So insanely funny. Yeah. And I definitely pay homage to that in my movie, Accident Man. I think the fight sequence is a lot better, but um, I don't know. We, 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 we have those comedy elements in there, but that sequence in the Pink Panther movies is so funny. If you could go back in time and have a martial arts battle with Peter Sellers, would that be like a career highlight, do you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could play Kato in that. That would be amazing. Because uh, I remember watching it, researching it for, for this movie, and um, you know, I hadn't seen the film for a while, and just remembering just how funny it is and how well done it is. Yeah. He, he's yeah. a comedic genius. And some of it's so, oh my God, the, uh, uh, I think it's returns where he like walks into the hotel and the guy walks up to him and goes, may I take your jacket, sir? Gives him his jacket and he goes, may I take your suitcase, sir? And he gives him his suitcase and then he walks out the door, gets in the car and drives away with it. <laughs> it's, just, it's so perfect. It's so dumb. And God, yeah. damn it. Ah, Miss Peter Sellers. Miss Peter Sellers. Yeah. Ah, the parallel bars. My speciality. <laughs> All right, what's next, Scott? Um, well, I've got to go Jim Carrey because mm -hmm. he, he's one of my favorite comedians. Everything that he did in the 90s was hilarious to me. Um, he's just a one-man show, wasn't he? But I think of all the films he made, uh, Dumb and Dumber is, is the funniest one mm. for me. Him and Jeff. Okay. That. Yeah. That, one, that one's pretty, pretty bonkers. Um, I feel like, yeah, that was that somehow as much as it was just like the same comedy tone as some of his others, that felt like the sort of the big arrival, right? That was sort of the big studio film. Even though the others were studio films, right, Joe? Or are they well, Ace Ventura was pretty popular, you know. Oh no, I mean they were all popular, but Dumb and Dumber felt like it was like, you know, he's he's now a huge star. And um, in fact, yeah, it's such it's so funny that they cast that very serious actor, Jeff Daniels, as his insane brother or buddy. That must have been uh that must have been a pretty. So you nice. did the, the film with um, Jim, right, Joe? Is that right? No, I never worked with Jim. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of something else. Cut that bit out. <laughs> well, what kind did of, my what research? Kind of, uh, did you see that one in theaters when it came out? Or uh, I did. Yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, yeah, Family Brothers. They're they're really good, funny mm -hmm. directors. Um. They they go there. They're quite quite uh, um, rude with some of the gags and audacious, and uh, that's that's the great thing about comedy when it's you know you're laughing at the things you feel like well sh should I be laughing at that they, they push it to the limit, which yeah. I think it's getting harder and harder to do things like that, isn't it in the current climate? But yeah, well, and you can't you can't lie about comedy. I mean, if you laugh at something, that's it. You know, it's like if you're going to judge people for what they laugh at, that's kind of problematic because everybody is going to laugh at something they shouldn't. Have. It's just. And, and Scott, you do you see any difference uh, in um, your reaction to comedies that you see in a theater versus comedies that you see uh, on television, or, uh, you know, without, without a, a, a communal audience? Well, I think that's why I watch a lot of comedies. Like if I'm away working, I, I'm not going to watch a comedy because it's better to watch a comedy with someone or with an audience, right? So yeah. at least if, if I'm watching it with my wife, um, just being able to share that enjoyment of the the comedy with, with another person is, is part of what makes it enjoyable, I think. I agree. Um, yeah. 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 So I, I'll save the, the comedies to watch with, with her. Um, yeah. It is one of the things I really miss about the regular theatrical experience. I think that and horror films. Like, oh, yeah. Where you sort of feed off the audience response. It's so good. But, um, well, but I, I imagine like Jim Carrey's physicality must have really appealed to you because he's. Yeah, it's like that Bruce Campbell thing, isn't it? The way yeah. he twists and contorts his body and the things he can do with his face. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's like he's gangly and not what you'd call athletic, but he does some pretty athletic stuff with it, with his body, the, the way he contorts it and everything. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, amazing. Yeah, he was like just incredible to to see his films and the way he just burst onto the scene like that. I, I mean, I'm from England, so I didn't know about um, oh, Living Color Live. Yeah, was it that color. that he did before that? Living Color was the show. That oh, Living Living Color. Yeah, that that was it. Yeah. Yeah. The big so I had no clue. He just burst on the, the scene with Ace Venturi. Like, who who is this guy? He's arrived, fully formed, the funniest guy yeah. on the planet. Just amazing. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, he's done some great comedies. Right. What is next? Well, I'm, I saw, I've only seen this film once and I watched it recently on holiday. Didn't know what to expect. And it's called Bad Trip. And it's basically produced by the people that make Jackass. Um, ah. But what, what they did is they, they had um, uh, like hidden cameras in all these different scenarios. And you, you, it's a dramatic story being told, you know, a fictional story following these two characters. Mm-hmm. They put them in these situations in the real world with real people. Like they set things up where there's people falling through the roofs and, you know, a lot of jackass type physical painful stunts going on. And it's the reaction of, of the, the real people that, that made it so fun to watch. To, to the insane stunts and shit that they're doing. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that bad grandpa sort of thing. But th- this film, Bad Trip, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't re- know anything about it. I just put it on uh, with my family and we had a whale of a time watching it. I highly recommend Bad Trip. Did you guys see. have a candid camera over there? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. There Except you go. with stunts. But with, uh, you know, an actual story throughout it. They've, they've got yeah. these two actors in a candid camera sort of situation. And I thought it was quite clever and unique, just even to have the idea, you know, to do something that's not been done before like that. I thought it was very inventive and extremely funny. And then the idea, because some of those stunts they do are incredibly dangerous. And the fact that that's being acted out in front of people for their random, honest reactions, it just seems to make it more terrifying. Yeah, it could have been more potentially hilarious if nobody's killed, but... (laughs) Yeah, probably did go wrong at times for all I know, and they, and they did it again. But yeah, uh, yeah no, that, that was brilliant. I loved it. Um, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I've not seen that one. I've seen Bad Grandpa. I've not seen that one. But Yeah, I recommend it. Bad trip. Brilliant. So, Josh, as uh, Mrs. Tracy once said, here's a word from our Spencer. And our Spencer is MoviesUnlimited.com the expert on movies since 1978. You'll find thousands of titles to choose from, classics, hard to find titles, new releases too. Support our sponsor and be good to yourself, which is also, by the way, being good to us. Uh, That's right, Joe. Like most of the movies that we're talking about with Scott right now are available on Movies Unlimited. Uh, The ones that aren't, uh, aren't available at all. Uh, Or in the case of his new movie, uh, not available yet. But, you know, you can stream a lot of stuff these days, but when you buy your favorites, you watch what you want, when you want it, and there's usually a ton of great content and bonus features like director's commentary, deleted scenes, all kinds of goodness. So click the Movies Unlimited banner on our website and buy your favorites from hard-to-find films, imports, and more. Click the Movies Unlimited banner on the Trailers from Hell website and buy your favorites from hard-to-find films, imports, and more. Go now to MoviesUnlimited.com, the movie collector's website, where shipping is always free on orders over $50. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Got to go for a spoof. Okay. Yeah. The best of all the spoofs, maybe the uh, original. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Maybe there was one before it. But Airplane, the movie, that, that's yes. the ultimate one for me. What can I say? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> I turned it down. Did you? I did. I turned it down. And and at the time, I knew these guys before because they had done this Kentucky Fried movie uh, thing, and they did some second unit on Rock and Roll High School. Uh, and um, and I, I I read the script, and I had it's a it's a remake of a movie called Zero Hour, which is a, a straight drama, 
from 1957, in which all of the high points of airplane, the, the, uh, the, the, I, today's a terrible day for me to quit smoking. And, you know, all, all of the, all of the, the basic gags, the, the, the guy sits in the cockpit and he looks at the controls and, you know, the camera keeps, keeps panning and panning and panning and the controls are like as big as a spaceship. And it's, it, there are, there's always a counterpart in the zero hour. Uh, to the jokes wow. in airplane, and in fact, as a YouTube, if you go to YouTube, there's a comparison uh, between the, that movie and, and airplane. So I, but I didn't, I, I, I saw what they were doing, but I didn't think I got it enough to be to be the guy to do it. So I didn't do it, um, which was obviously a terrible mistake. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, because my friend John Davison was producing it, and, and they came to me and. But I wasn't alone. I mean, they asked Christopher Lee to play the uh, uh, the Leslie Nielsen part, and and we turned that down too. <laughs> so there were a lot wow, of people that, wow. didn't get, and I think a lot of people in the studio didn't get Airplane, didn't understand why you were hiring all these straight dramatic actors to play these these crazy parts straight, you know, because that's that's the joke. They have it has to be played straight, or it isn't funny. And of course, yeah. the, the movie is you know it, it's uneven, but it's really hilarious. It's very funny now. So Kentucky Fried, Kentucky Fried movie, yeah, but that was before. Yeah. yeah. Now, was that the first ever spoof, or was there a spoof before that? Um, well, there have been spoofs, but not the, the, after Airplane. There became it became a cottage industry of doing yeah. movies, uh, you know, spoof movies about different genres, uh, and many of which had Leslie Nielsen in them because his his whole career changed from being a straight yes. leading guy I mean, literally to, overnight to a yeah. comic. And uh, and he he did a series called Police Squad that I that I worked on and uh, oh yeah yeah and he, he had uh, he he had a whole second career, whereas he would have otherwise been ending up in, in supporting parts and you know as 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 crooked cops or, or whatever. But instead, he just he got this renaissance, and he's not like, yeah, man. Did he do a single straight movie after? I feel like that was it because he yeah literally he was in, guy, he was in like, the oh, that guy. he was in the Barbra Streisand movie Nuts. Uh, he, he played, he played, he still played straight parts, but not that often. Most of the time it was like, oh, but that's Leslie Nielsen. He's, he's funny. Cause yeah, I feel like once that happened, every time he showed up on screen, now you laughed. Which, which well, was... every time he showed up in, in person, you laughed because he had this fart machine that he that's had right, in, his, yeah. in his pocket and, and he had mastered the, uh, the body language to be able to, every time he pressed the button, he would, he would move his body in a way that looked like he was farting. And then if you were like in an elevator, he would point to some little girl. And say, well, that's, you know, he was, it broke him up. I mean, he thought it was the funniest thing on earth. <laughs> He's famous for that. Yeah. Everybody you've ever talked to who's met him has a joke about his fart machine. <laughs> yeah. And what's the name of the guy, uh, Bridges? What, what was Lloyd Bridges? Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd yeah. Bridges. Well, it's yeah. Jeff Bridges' father. And that's uh, right. Yeah. And he was he was famous in America from being on a TV show called Sea Hunt, which was yeah. uh, you know an underwater show. But he'd been he'd been in movies since the 40s. I mean, he was yeah. he was in high noon, he's in he's in a lot of movies. He was a really good actor. And he had a huge TV career. Uh, but again, it just all these guys, it, it was just such a confluence of the right casting yeah. to make that picture work. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just uh, funny seeing them in that movie, let alone being funny at it. He, he steals the show in that in that movie for, for me, and there's ever there's loads of good stuff performances yeah. in that one. But yeah, as you were saying, pick the wrong uh, day to stop smoking. By the time he goes, to quit I guess I picked the wrong day to stop sniffing glue. Ashes <laughs> 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 out the window. Oh, it's so silly. But yeah, there was a whole wave too. And I feel like Kentucky Fried Movie sort of came towards the end of it in the early 70s of their kind of compilation films. Um, well, Groove Tube. Uh, yeah, Groove Tube. And what's Tunnel like, Vision. Can I do it till I need glasses? Um, yeah, there that's, were all these well, well, that's of, one of the more obscure ones. <laughs> the, uh, uh, but yeah, there were these sort of collections of skits, sort of pre Saturday Night Live, what have you, movies. And then, um, but in the middle of Kentucky Fried, oh, yeah, no. And as a matter of fact, God, in the middle of Kentucky Fried movie, uh, if you've never seen it, there's the longest thing in it is called Fistful of Yen. And it is yeah, a no, parody. Oh, you've seen that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's from yeah. Kentucky Fried movie. Yeah. I just thought it was after. Um, I didn't think it was 70s. I thought it was 80s, to be honest. Well, that's early 70s yeah and then the airplane yeah. is 1980 so but right, okay. um, yeah yeah um yeah very very funny 
But I think it's it's quite difficult to so Hot Shots um, was probably the last good spoof that I think I can remember. Um, we had some good ones back in the day, Top Secret. But it, it seems to me that it it's quite difficult to it, it seems quite expensive to make those movies because a lot of the jokes are you know they're not two actors being funny they're elaborate sequences that play with perspective and different gags that go on some some of them seem quite expensive to set up you know like a top secret where the guy's got the magnifying glass right. takes it off and he's still got the big eye you know it's it's not it doesn't seem like the cheapest sort of comedy to do is well, that why well but they did that right they did that right after airplane and they they had a lot of credulity at the time it was sort of like hey well these guys made so much money for us and an airplane was a pretty inexpensive movie and it was phenomenally successful and so well the guys want to make top secret great fine let them make it and so they spent some more money on top secret they got the giant phone in the foreground you know and it really turns out to really be a giant phone yeah. fight on the train I mean, visual gags yeah but it does feel like yeah they build a gigantic enormous set and do this convoluted routine all to get to one punchline and then on to the next and it's <laughs> yeah. yeah jokes are cheaper guys exactly yeah so i don't know if we've seen a good spoof for a while to be honest i can't think of the last one well the world is less funny yeah you're right thanks joe <laughs> <laughs> now we're all sad yeah okay i'm going for my next one now yes um it's not really i don't know it's not full-on comedy but it's got one section in it that is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it's going to say a lot about me because it's probably not that funny, but <laughs> time bandits oh. is a film that I love and adore. Terry yeah. Gilliam. It's at least fun. And it's very whimsical, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's not, it's not falling down funny, but it is awfully witty. Yeah. And you've got, uh, Sean Connery in the uh, greatest costume ever, ever conceived <laughs> for cinema. I don't know. Well, how I don't know the one he wears in Zardoz comes pretty close. I would oh, hang on. Know. That's the one I'm freaking off. Sorry. I keep making oh, mistakes. Okay. Well, yeah, there isn't much, there isn't much to that costume. The red diaper, you mean? The, the okay, thigh-high yeah. boots? <laughs> I've got them confused. That was the one I was thinking of. Anyway, that's not the funny bit. There's a, there's a scene in Time Bandits where they go and they, they meet Robin Hood. Which is right. oh, police. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they they the time bandits have got this treasure. And John Cleese is like, oh, is, is that is that for me? And well, that's that's ever so kind of you. And they're like, no, no, no. Well, oh, okay. And then they start giving out the treasure and the jewels to the poor. And um, the poor are all lined up in an orderly queue, just like any British people <laughs> that we love to queue, even if we're poor. And they're, they're, they're coming and they're getting a, a nice bit of treasure. And there's this guy off to the side, a Scottish guy, just looking at them with relish, waiting for these old people to come in, in, into line. And then as soon as they get their gift, he's like, Whoa! and he smashes them as hard as he can. And he's knocking out these, these old people just after they've got a gift. And Cleese goes, I, I'm sorry, is, is that absolutely necessary? And the guy goes, I see you, I see you. And he goes, yes, he says, uh, he's afraid it is, especially what with Christmas coming up and all. And I found that, that scene, for me, is the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. I loved it. And I literally took inspiration for the first accident, man, from that sequence. Really? Yeah. I get post-murder tension after every hit, and I go to a bar. And I basically just, there's some loud mouths in there and I ask him for a fight and I systematically smash them for pieces. And then I go up to this old drunk guy who's like trying to light his cigarette and I go, oh, excuse me, mate, do you want a light? And, and as he's lighting the cigarette, I just go. <laughs> and it was literally took from, from that scene from time. Oh, that's Landers. fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I find is. violence funny. I, well, yeah, it is. It's it's kinetic. Yeah. It's 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 about timing. Things happen that you don't expect. People fall down. Fall down. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm forever watching Fail Army. 
But talk about you're you're really I mean, that's the thing we were talking about earlier. You shouldn't be laughing at that. They're not just poor; they're old, and someone's punching them in the face. That's terrible. If you read about that, you'd go, "That's yeah. just awful." And these are, but it's funny as shit to look at. Yeah, but it's the way the guy's looking at them. Yes, like, he's so relishing. Like, yeah, you really can't wait. And, he's like, wow. <laughs> and the sound effects of the punch as well. It's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, if not, if only just for that scene, Time Bandits, yeah. that is funny. But I mean, imagine, imagine creating that scene and it doesn't play. You're sitting there yeah. in a the theater full of people who are just now yeah. judging you. <laughs> a bit like uh, when they had the representatives of the uh, Church of England watch Life of Brian, maybe. Maybe that didn't play either. <laughs> yes. Sure there were lots exactly. of laughs there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. What's what's next? What's next? Um, might as well go for this now. And you're gonna love this, Joe. One of the funniest movies ever made, in my opinion. The Burbs. <laughs> have you seen that one, Joseph? I think I have seen that. Yes. That's uh, so I, I didn't. I didn't know it was even released theatrically in England. Well, I, I don't know either because it came out when I was a kid, so yeah. I didn't go to watch it at the cinema. It's just one of those movies that you grow up with and it's there, you know, it's, yeah. it's the burbs, the magic of home video. Exactly. And it's so much TV play again and again and again, it's just what I've seen it so many times and it's, you forget what an amazing comedian Tom Hanks was. Yeah. Don't you? The physical comedy from him, the way he throws himself onto that ambulance bed. At oh the my end. God. He puts yes. himself to hospital. Which which he improvised. Did he really? Yep. Yeah, it's so funny, that bit. But it's the perfect reaction at the end of that movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah, so it's good. such a great film. There's, there's so many great scenes and, uh, you know, the nosy neighbors and everything and uh, the shenanigans that go on. Sardine. Those <laughs> creepy guys. We love it. It's it's great. We just I think we just talked about this in the show, but um, uh, there was a they did a recent screening at the American Cinematheque um, with, that Joe showed up at of of the Burbs. And I, realized I had never seen it in the crowd, and I, I had not had your reaction seeing it on video. I mean, I've, I've been a fan of Joe's forever, and I remember seeing it on TV and going, "Yeah, it was, it was okay." And probably saw it again and uh, fairly recently. But oh my God, seeing it with a crowd was insane. Because if you'd asked me to describe it before that, I would say it's like. Oh, it's a it's a sort of whimsical bit of something or other. And it's like, no, it is an insane wall-to-wall comedy. I mean, the crowd was just going nuts all the way through it. And a lot of these people had never seen it. Uh, it was just just fantastic. You must have loved that, Joe. I didn't ask you, but that was well, it is a surprisingly popular movie. Yeah. <laughs> Considering the terrible Brilliant reviews. It's the terrible reviews it got when it came out. Ah. <laughs> ah. Screw those people. Brilliant film. What year did that come out then? 85 or 89, something? Like that? 89. Oh, 89. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. If you ever get a chance to see it in a theater, Scott, it's it's a different movie. It's crazy. It's true. It is a different movie in a theater. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Ah, awesome. What's what's next? What's next? Well, I've got to put a Kung Fu movie in there, haven't I? Yes, you do. That would be so Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, yeah. That nice. is a very funny film. With some amazing fight sequences done by the great Yun Wu Ping, uh, but directed brilliantly by uh, Stephen Chow, and it's 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 really funny. And again, I think I'm laughing at the violence most of the time. <laughs> Maybe there's something wrong with me, but the, the the landlord lady in that movie, the way she just slaps people around the face, is highly amusing. Actually, in Accident Man, Hitman's Holiday. The, the, we had two versions of the Su Ling character. We'd written this sort of cutesy girl like, oh, hey, Mike. And then before you know it, she's fighting you. And then she goes back to being all nice. And that was the original conceived idea for that character. But I, I was never very sure about it. But I was holding off because I didn't know who we were going to get to play the part. And then when we settled on Sarah, I, I had her do two versions of the character. And for the other one, I, all I had to say was, 
landlord lady kung fu hustle as you know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about <laughs> so that's the character we get in accident man and it's directly inspired from that film oh, um, i just think it's a great film yeah so well yeah. done yeah and he i were you i was not aware of him previously i mean it was a sort of you know a martial arts film and asian cinema but i i hadn't been quite aware of him i think and that that movie seemed to me at least to sort of come out of nowhere because um i mean it's an amazing piece of work it really is yeah it, it kind of came out of nowhere for me as well i mean i'd seen shaolin soccer oh that's right um, sorry yeah he had done that yeah. yes yeah 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 but, but yeah. That, that took it to a whole new level and um yeah some real funny gags in that questionable cg at the time but uh yeah, yeah. that's what happens cg always gets dated yeah exactly and i know you have one more one more i've got to go step brothers will ferrell yep <laughs> he's a funny guy and um who knew that john c Riley was that funny at the time uh, well he came after talladega nights and he, yeah he was great in that but yes yeah, step brothers is insanely funny and if i have to choose to put a comedy on a lot of the time i'll go for that one because those two together yeah they just they play off each other so well did you see and that in the theater originally i i didn't i didn't and i you know i've watched a lot more comedies since being with my wife to be honest and we tend to just watch it together at, at home um I, I don't tend to go to the cinema much for comedies i, I suppose well people here don't go to the cinema much at all yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah <laughs> they used to but they're out of practice yeah. Sadly, sadly. Yeah. Um, oh, no, but I did go and see the Jim Carrey ones in the, in the theatres. Yeah, I do remember that for sure. Um, but yeah, Will Ferrell, he, he, he's another comedic genius. Just put the camera on him and let him yeah. do his thing and you're going to get some great gags on you. But yeah, but the, the two of them together were just inspired. So was, I like John C. Riley always had this kind of especially like in boogie nights where there was this kind of there's something very funny about that character and 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 yeah. his kind of willingness to to kind of do anything no matter how embarrassing but but still in a dramatic performance and it was just it, it was kind of a revelation when he started doing comedy because it's like he's he's as good as anybody in that um did yeah. you see him play oliver hardy yeah oh. it's, a film, yeah. it's a great yeah, it's a great it's a it's a good movie and yeah he's, steve coogan and that's right and they're 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 terrific together and it's a yeah. it's a really interesting movie that just went nowhere i mean i don't know if people were the audience just didn't remember laurel and hardy or yeah because it's it's about a rift in their relationship or whatever and therefore it's not you know laughing falling down funny every five minutes uh, but oh, they, you but just reminded me you just reminded me of a film i should have had it on the list steve coogan uh alan partridge alpha papa that should have uh, been on the list that's it is on the list. Tell us about it. Now it's What's on the it? list. Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. He's amazing. He's uh And that character. Yeah. We all know yeah. about uh, Alan Partridge, of course, but. Well, more yeah. and more in England. I mean, he's, he's, it's more, I mean, people know here. It's not, you know, it's not like the carry on films where like nobody knows them in America, but, but um, yeah, he wasn't a big, it wasn't a big TV thing here. No, but that that's a hilarious film. Just this, yep. the opening when he's uh, got the music on, he's just in his car singing along. Just just him doing his thing is just insanely funny. And that bit where he's escaping out the window and he gets his trousers caught in the window and he pulls his trousers and his pants down. <laughs> and then he's getting up and he's, he's, he, he, there's somebody in front of him, so he tucks his, his, his balls. Uh, in between his legs yeah and kind of does that so they can't see his private parts and then he looks behind him and, and, and there's a camera there's a there's somebody from the press just taking pictures from <laughs> he's got it stuffed out the other end hilarious yeah so he's he is great he's great and he's good in dramatic stuff too um he just seems like yeah. he's never he's like again he's a huge star over there right and then yeah. and here he's um i mean people know him but he doesn't quite have that well, he's never been in a breakout hit that was, you know, that traveled to to America. Well, that that'll happen when you uh, star in a movie about the later days of Laurel and Hardy, Joe. 
Hey kids, no, remember these guys? It's about how they fell out. <laughs> he should play. He should be the new Inspector Clouseau. He'd probably be quite good. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah no, you pull that off. You definitely pull that off. Uh, well, there you go. I threw the list together in haste. I'm afraid, guys, because I'm so busy it's a good with list. the. Uh, it's a good list. You got one of my movies on us. I'm not joking. The next time Nancy and I said, don't watch a movie, we're going to be watching Snatched. And she's going to be like, what the hell is, why are we, this is amazing. Why are we doing <laughs> this? This is the greatest comedy ever made. Yeah. I mean, like, remember that movie we watched with the guy with the poop jokes? <laughs> <laughs> I got them all from Snatched. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, although I don't feel it. Like I, I'm willing to wager there are no uh, eyeballs popping out of the head scenes in Snatched. No, but there is a bit with a massive uh, maggot that she gives birth to. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. What? <laughs> now wait, you've got to watch it. Now you've got we almost ended touch. the show here. She gives birth <laughs> to a maggot? Yeah. I have to say, that was a bit where I, the film kind of lost me. <laughs> I wish they hadn't done that bit. But it's kind of absurd. But it still happens. See, now you've got to see it. Because I now thought it was going to be like she's going to wake up from a dream. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, she's Ripley from Aliens or something, but she never did. It was, it was real. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, he's making this up. No, he's not making it up. He's not making this up? Does she gives birth to a maggot in this movie? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure she, she does, it, and it's not a dream, although I've remembered it wrong. <laughs> you can only, the only way to find out is to watch the movie. Okay. <laughs> It's there was a method to his madness. Yeah. I'm just making the film that much better by inventing that is something. A great way to promote a film. Actually, yeah. I never thought of that. You just you describe the scene. Like, is that really in the movie? Like, you gotta yeah. see it to find out. Yes. So Scott, thank you. And your yes. your film is uh currently playing as we speak. Yes. Yeah, it is, it is, check it is it out. all over the place. And you if can, you want to watch John Wick meets Deadpool meets monty python that's the one with that's a killer the, clown that's the alternate title that's right yeah uh scott thank you sir um um please do please take this as just a, a vote from i'm sure another person direct something man you gotta direct something yeah i need to find the right one that lets me yes. have a rest while i'm doing it yes i play the asshole that's i'm gonna play an asshole <laughs> yeah that's that's the Definitely. secret but anyway, thank you. Thank you so much. Great to see you again. And uh, good luck with this one and, and with everything else, man. Always a Thanks, pleasure. guys. Thanks. Great to talk to you again. And let's do it again sometime. Yes. Okay. The Movies That Made Me is the official podcast of Trailers From Hell, the best damn movie website there is. Our engineer is the composer John Barrett, who also transmogrified, produced, and created our theme song. We are proud to be part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Learn more at airwavemedia.com. This is Josh Olsen for the movies that made me. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia-style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast.